0: No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Blog Talk Radio. Because it's a new scene. It's a new day.
0: It's a season of power and prosperity. Yes, it is. It's a new season and it's coming to me. Or if you believe that, lift your hands and say, it's a new season. It's a new day.
2: And I have an excellent guest. I've been wanting to get her on the show, and she is here live and in color, so to speak, a cyberspace, that is. (laughs) And that is none other than our own fabulous, I don't know why I'm going to call you somebody (laughs) else, Gabrielle. My mom was thinking of multiple things at the same time. We know that does not work so well sometimes. But Daniela Gabrielle is here with us. She's a prophet professor, folks, and we're going to find out why tonight. Give us a shout-out, Lady hello, Daniela.
1: hello. I'm so excited to be here. Glad to be spending some time with you guys tonight, and I hope that we can really uh, take some powerful content with us to
2: move forward by the end of this segment. Yes, yes, and I believe God's going to do it. He's just been so gracious to us. Um, those of you who do not know this, author, speaker, business strategist, coach, graphic artist, musician, songwriter, you will know her. <laughs> and you'll know what life in the faith lane is all about. Tell us a little bit about yourself, um, Daniela. Well wait, 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 hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little bit more. I don't maybe I should tell a little bit more before I let you tell any more. <laughs> oh that's my <laughs> I mean, I'm just flipping through pages and pages and pages, but this young lady is, as I said, um, known as the prophet professor, and I know I want to know about that. She's an apostolic leader and prophetic voice in the marketplace, unlocking, developing, and releasing fivefold ministry gifts in their assignment in the seven mountains of society, business, government, family, arts, and entertainment, Religion, Education, and Media, and she's the CEO of Motique, and I mispronounced it, I knew I did, International, okay, Holdings, founder and multiple subsidiaries and founder of Movers and Shakers International Network, corporate marketing consultant for higher education, dining accounts, and an edutainment personality. She's embraced her purpose-driven assignment to empower and equip High performing professionals and leaders in education, business, and entertainment with her message Life in the Fast Lane. Faith Lane. (laughs) I said Fast Lane, the Faith Lane. She just authored so many books. We're going to talk about those. Tell us more about yourself, what you want to share with us about your professional and educational background and how you got where you are.
1: Awesome. Well, once again, I'm Danielle Gabriela, the topic Professor. And it is my passion to help high-performing people and professionals really step into their purpose and their God-given call, um, and help them figure out how do I take faith into the marketplace and into my business in a way where it is productive, where they can be impactful and profitable. And so, just a little bit about my background is I started out in my career as a graphic designer in the United States Air Force. Totally. Oh wow! Okay.
2: Totally Thank you for your service. Uh
1: huh. It's a very proud Air Force vet. That's where I started my career. And then from there, I just began to move into different sectors of the creative side of marketing, so right design, video development, into television. And I just slowly started creeping into a lot of the arts and entertainment. And while I was creeping into all of those different areas in my my corporate career, I was also being trained in process and processed in ministry. And so I served for a little over 12 years in the four uh, wall walls of the church as a prophet and as a uh, pastor um, okay. up under uh, senior leaders. And so I kind of got the combination of the two. And then eventually, God has really challenged me to move outside of the four walls of the church. He said he wanted me to do something different and that my life was going to look so radically different that I wouldn't be able to recognize it. So that's when I stepped into my life in the faith lane, and a few years after that, the faith lane movement was birthed.
2: Wonderful, wonderful. And we just want to um, absorb all we can about the faith lane and the birth of it and learn what we can from it. Tell us this, too. What really do you feel is – motivates you to continue in the faith lane, in the faith lane, and to take others with you? So I
1: think for me, you know, it started out – as me wanting to one honor God and obey God when God was challenging me to do something different. but it was also to show my daughter that there was nothing that was impossible for her. And so she oh. was you know kind of reared up in the church and grew up as that PK for the first 10 years of her life. and mm-hmm. um, she heard a lot. She, you know, was, you know, she heard the preaching and the teaching, but I felt like I could do more by demonstrating what it looks like to do the impossible and to do things that are big and, you know, kind of out of the box. so I didn't want to be the person preaching to her. I wanted to be the person who was showing her so that she could look and have a personal um, point of reference as to this is what life looks like. Uh, This is what impossibilities look like. This is what faith at work looks like. Uh, I really wanted to Mm. be that example for her. So that was my
2: initial push to keep me going. Wow. That is just so inspiring because that is the question you know. Why do people, why you write these books? Why do you tell this story? You know, what really motivates you? And what a powerful, powerful motivator. Tell us. What exactly does it mean to be in the faith lane? What is the faith lane? So
1: the faith lane is where dreams are birthed, where purpose is pursued, and where systems are changed. This is where your gifts, your talents, those natural abilities, and then those skills that you may have acquired through experience and education, this is where those collide with the supernatural power of God to experience extraordinary life. And so God tells us that he came so that we could have life and we could have it more abundantly. And so Life in the Faith plane is about not having an ordinary life, but an extraordinary life
2: every single day of our lives. Okay, wow, wow. Whew. Now, in your, you have several books. Tell us about a few of the books, and particularly the Life in the Faith Plane book series, I guess I should say. Yes,
1: it is. It has definitely become a series. So I'm the author of about 17 books that are published out on the market right now. Uh, The first book that I ever wrote, I wrote in 2012, and it was titled Fly Free, Finding the Courage to Live Without Limitations. And it is literally this quick read book that I developed just based on my journey. I found myself feeling like a caged bird at some point and um, it took a lot for me to dig deep and really trust God to break out of my box. You know, God was asking me to do things that i would never done before and I was scared and shaking in my boots and so when I found okay. the courage to break out, I wanted to help other people because I realized I wasn't the only person with wings not flying and um, okay. that's where the, the writing started for me and once once we broke the barrier open, it just continued to flow. And from there, I continued to write other books that kind of go along in this. And then in that journey, uh, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and we were talking about being entrepreneurs, and I was full-time entrepreneurship in a brand new city. I had planted my business, and I just thought this was gonna be fun and awesome, and everything was gonna be great. And it was, good, it was awesome, but it was like being on a roller coaster. <laughs> sometimes I was up, sometimes I was down, sometimes I was going uh-huh. on, sometimes I was closing my eyes, sometimes I was screaming, right? And we <laughs> had this conversation with my friend, and we're like, oh, my gosh, like, this is no joke. And I was like, forget life in the fast lane, this is life in the face lane. And we laughed about it, but it struck my spirit so strongly that I couldn't let go of that, that it was life in the face lane, it was... It, this is a lane all on your own. And so in that, God began to download this message, you know, to me about life in the faith lane. And as he began to download it, there were all these different bits and pieces. And I knew I couldn't put it all in one thing. And so it just began to spin into all of the different tools and materials. And so we have Profit in the Faith Lane, which is a profitability planner to help you project your finances and your faith. We have uh, Finish in the Faith Lane, which helps you develop a um, a fiscal year plan for your business or for your personal brand. We've got Refresh Your Life in the Faith Lane, which is all about reactivating your spiritual life. So all of these different books just begin to flow. And what we're most excited about is that now the actual anchor book. And so we have kind of all these pieces, but the message, in the Faith Lane, I had it birthed out the book. So I got the message first, but then all the other pieces came. And so finally, okay. we're really excited. Um, we will be releasing it to the public in December, and pre-orders will start around Thanksgiving for it, um, for our Life in the Faith Lane, the actual anchor
2: book. So it is the glue to the entire Life in the Faith Lane movement. Wow, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And I don't know, folks, if you've had an opportunity to catch any of um, Daniela's uh, Facebook Live sessions that she's done, but go back and get them. <laughs> she <laughs> is just on fire, really on fire and sincere for the Lord. You have outlined in your <clears throat> book, in the book. Um, 12 principles for an extraordinary, for an everyday, extraordinary life. So, we're going to touch on a couple of those tonight, and people have just basically got to get the book. I'll just have to tell them that's how it works. got to get the book to yeah. get it all. You're yeah. not going to get it all in this time frame. Because one of the things that um, really stuck out to me when I start looking at the principles is your profession is your pulpit. What does that mean?
1: That means that we all have a call and we all have a sphere of influence that we are called to impact. And it's not always within the four walls of the church. And so a lot of times, especially for us kingdom kids, right, you know, we go to church, we get saved, you know, we love the Lord, and then we're told like, okay, now your gifts are just for the church. But our gifts have to expand beyond the four walls. So what happens to the person who has a prophetic gift? Feel a, a, a yearning on the inside to take that gift um, into a career in arts and entertainment, and so it's just really understanding that your profession, which is your skills, your talent, your abilities, your that's your platform, right? So the pulpit pit is the platform in which we preach, and it's not necessarily that we always preach with our words, but sometimes it's preaching with our demonstration. You know, oh, you know when we see Jesus. Good. He said with loving kindness about I drawn me. It was his demonstration of love that drew people to him. And so right. our demonstration of kingdom life that draws other people to Christ. And if we're all inside the four walls, you know, trying to get to the one same pulpit, then we don't have the ability
2: to impact other people.
1: And we were called to make an impact everywhere.
2: Oh, that is so good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, I love that because you know you can tell that you are definitely called to marketplace ministry because you're able to put it so in perspective, and that's that's very very clear that that's your spot. Share with us about how uh, dreams and reality can really coexist because you know people do make you feel like you gotta have one or the other, but not both. <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> oh
1: good. Hallelujah. I'm ready. It, it is absolutely one of my favorite ones because when we when we feel like we have to take and put ourselves and our, our stuff in, in boxes and categories, then we miss what we're supposed to get along the way. And so okay. the example I use is the children of Israel. So you have the children of Israel, they're in bondage, they're in Egypt, but they've got a promise, right? And so they're in bondage, and the whole time they're dreaming, they're praying, they're believing God that they're coming out of bondage, they have this promise of going to the promised land, and then finally that moment comes, and woo, Moses is them across the Red Sea, they, they are in the middle of the first aquarium, like i like, to call it, <laughs> they're walking through the Red Sea on dry land, they're listening to their enemies be cut off, and they're having this miracle moment, right, and as soon as mm-hmm. the miracle moment is over, they're like, woohoo! and there's this expectation that the moment that my miracle is over, I'm supposed to be in my dream, not understanding okay. that there's a process
2: uh
1: oh. Uh oh. It's not a one time destination.
2: Ah. Uh-huh.
1: Like, they're just like, okay, you know, this is my dream. I get to my destination. But the word of God tells us that we know in part, so we prophesy in part. So, in pieces, God begins to unfold where he's taking us. So, in pieces, wow. we've got to learn how to enjoy the journey along the way.
2: Oh, so, my, goodness.
1: Reality, my reality may be that I'm on a nine to five job right now. But my dream may be that I'm going to be a full-time entrepreneur. So in that process, I can be on my 9-to-5 job. I can be happy on my 9-to-5 job. I'll have to be miserable because I'm not necessarily at my dream yet. And that's what people like to think. They paint this picture of everybody in 9-to-5 is unhappy. Everybody in 9-to-5 is not unhappy. There are some people, they're there, and they still have a dream. They can enjoy where they are. Because every piece of what they're doing in their nine to five is contributing to when they get to full time entrepreneurship. Right, and that's what you saw with the children of Israel when they were going through Egypt. Right, I mean when they were when they were when they got to the desert, God had to exercise out of them the path so that they could truly embrace and, and be able to handle the promised land. And sometimes we want to come out of a situation, have a miracle and go straight into the blessing but if we do it, we won't be prepared we're not able, we're not capable of handling the blessing and God doesn't want us to mess over the problem play so I got to exercise stuff out and so I can have the reality that, you know, I can have the reality of where I am and where I'm going and as long as I'm moving in faith and in, in in step with God in my dream life, it's not that I'm going to my dream. I'm
2: in my dream life every step of wow. the
1: and so
2: they wow. can live together. You know, it's interesting because one of the things I wanted you to share with listeners was how authentic ex- expectancy actually impacts faith. You know, kind of given the, target, the topic of faith and expectancy. And you're hitting it right on the head. Would you elaborate a little further about authentic expectancy and how it impacts faith? I mean, that's what you're you seem to be talking about, really, right now already.
1: Yes, we 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 cannot walk into what we do not ex- expect, and we cannot mm. expect what we're not exposed to. Okay. And so, a, a lot of times we stand still because we haven't exposed ourselves to the things that we're supposed to move into. So, for wow. example, sometimes, you know, it could be something as simple as you're believing God for, uh, I'll take something small, you're believing God for a new car, and but you you know that a new car is coming, but you don't even know what to expect, because you haven't exposed yourself to what cars are out there. You haven't exposed that's yourself right. to what features are there.
2: Right, and what you like and what you don't like. That's
1: it, it, Exactly. I, I just got a new car, and it was so funny, okay. because... It Came out of nowhere. And I had a car, it was a cute little convertible car. I love my little convertible, little beep beep, get around, beep beep, get around. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but for what I do in the corporate sector, I, I rent cars when I have to travel far. And so, all okay. of a sudden, I started getting these. Um, so every time I got in front of cars, I was experiencing something different, and I was like, hmm. So one time I'm drive, driving this little small SUV, and I'm like, I kind of like this little small SUV, and I started seeing features that were different from what I had in my little car, and right. then, you know, and so I started being exposed, and so then I started, my expectancy started to rise, my expectation level of what I could have, because now I was exposed to something different, and I was like, hmm, that'll work out, I could do this, I think this would work, and then God Meditate, meditate, and dwell in it. Then God could start talking to me, right? So then I start mm-hmm. opening up my mind and opening up my heart, and then God starts saying, "Yeah, I'm showing you this because you're going to be traveling next year. You need more room. You need more room than that. You God. It's not going to work for your purpose, right? So when we begin to expect things and we begin to really sit in that thing that we're expecting from God. Not only do we begin to attract and draw that thing, we also begin to hear God clearer about how to move to it. And we can't move without having our ears open to God. And if our, and if we're not still in our spirit realm, then we can't hear what he's saying if there's a whole lot of commotion going on. So you've got to really be able to set yourself and set your expectation on what you are believing God for and then watch him walk out the steps in a way that you wouldn't even be able to do on your own.
2: Oh, of course not. And you you have one of the principles you talk about in your book, is expectation and execution are non-negotiable. Tell us Mm -hmm. more about that and how that all flows into this.
1: Yes, because the Word of God says, and we all know it, faith without works is dead. And so there's a component of your faith being activated by what you do and what you say. So not only. to be willing to execute the things he tells you to do. Can we go mm-hmm. back to that? I'm mm-hmm. example of a car. You know what I'm saying? God mm-hmm. trusted in my heart. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's time for you to look for a new car. SUV, SUV, SUV. Okay, so now I'm starting to expect this SUV, right? But then, like when I get still and I'm hearing, God began to, I mean, he specifically told me who to call. No joke, mm-hmm. not kidding, not trying to be deep. He was like, call so-and-so. Down. It was, it's not even. I live in Atlanta. The person he told me to call was all the way to Columbus. And he goes okay. to call him. And so I call him, and he's like, oh, okay. And he kind of blew me off. And I was like, well, it. you're the best friend's husband, right? And so I was like, you blew me off. <laughs> and I think he just saw oh, she just she just talking. She doesn't even want no car. You know, and so I go to visit. And when I go to visit, I'm going to rent a car. I don't even have my car. I'm right.
2: going to rent
1: a car, right? But I hear the guy say, I told you that's who you were supposed to go to about your car. I said, okay. So I'm obedient to what he says, And he tells me to do some stuff before then. So we do it. Long story short, middle of the night. It was like 11 o'clock at night. We are at my best friend's house. My best friend, my husband, and I are up in the middle of the night doing paperwork for a car. Mm. Everything done at like 11, 11.30 at night. I was and it was all because I was willing to not just have an expectation, but I had to have execution. There's a part we play in faith. And a lot of times uh-huh. we don't want to be responsible, and we hide behind that excuse of, I'm waiting on God. And God right. says, I'm, oh,
2: on, yes. I'm waiting on you. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> right. I'm <Right. laughs> not saying
1: no fruit because I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you. Why are you not Come on! Ah!
2: i already been there and done that, and I'm waiting on you to get with the program. Exactly. That. Get with the
1: program. I wish I could virtually high-five you right now.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, virtual high-five, because it's like, mm, fist bump. Yep, yep, yep. Don't be look, Don't be messing up my rep talking about you waiting on me. <laughs> you just sitting there. You just sitting there.
1: That. Don't ruin my you You're not ready to it.
2: Messing up my rep talking about you waiting on me. Uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> you waiting on you? You waiting on your friends to approve? You waiting on somebody to give you permission? But you you are not waiting on the Lord. <laughs> right, right. Mm, waiting for validation, waiting for a whole bunch of stuff. But you're not waiting on the Lord. Now, they call you the prophet professor. What is that? Prophet is the fruit of faith, is a principle. Tell me about that, please. Yes, yes. So it goes back to
1: that foundation up earlier, where God says, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And when we talk about abundance, abundance is more than enough. And so you know, my career in marketing, I spend most of my time with my corporate accounts, and anybody who works for me will tell you, the definition of marketing is driving profitable revenue, right? And so you know, I'm, I'm used to that top of the line. That's what I'm used to dealing with all the time with my clients. I'm used to the top of the line. But God began to deal with me, and he said, you can bring in millions of dollars on the top of the line, but if you don't manage the middle, there's nothing left. And God said, we're supposed to have something left over.
0: Not just financially, Mm.
1: but spiritually, emotionally. There's got to be something left over. God is a God of more than enough. You You should be able to pour into other people's lives out of your overflow. You should be able to give to certain things out of your overflow. You should be able to do things out of your overflow and not out of your cup. And a lot of times we're frustrated because we're pouring into things and into people, and we're pouring out money out of our cup and we're not, because we're not living in a place of overflow. So, you know, they call me the prophet professor because I'm always teaching you, whether it's about money, whether it's about your spiritual or emotional state, I'm always teaching you to not only focus on how do I create overflow, but how do I manage it so there's enough of me and enough of the people around me where no one goes in. Now, that's
2: biblical. That's biblical. Folks, I want to share again, We are. I'm interviewing Daniela Gabrielle, who is um, a prophet professor and a phenomena all by herself, and I want to share with you a little bit from her book. I want to quote from her book, Life in the Faith Lane, and she talks about 12 principles. She says, faith is an intimate reflection of your personal relationship with God. It's not an outer work. It's an inner work that comes through consistent communication. Through your communication with God, an idea is birthed. As you are impregnated with that idea or strategy, through two-way communication, it is developed and birthed. Think about a pregnant woman. The only person that can truly feel and experience what's going on with the unborn baby is the one carrying it. It's the same for you in the faith lane. You are carrying that business idea. You're carrying that invention. You're carrying that crazy thing God told you to do. Only you truly understand what's going on inside of you. That is, until you hook up with Daniela Gabrielle, and then you'll yep. understand more. Um, she shared a number of principles already with us. Uh, one we talked about is your profession is your pulpit. Dream, your dreams and reality can coexist. We've talked about profit is the fruit of faith. Expectation and execution are non negotiable, and you're not getting all 12 of them today. No, 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 no. You've got to buy her books. (laughs) She's written 17 books. And Daniela, tell us where we should go to look up your books and to book you for motivational and inspirational preaching and speaking.
1: So we have a website, it is in the faith um, and so that's our core for everything. You can also find us on Facebook, um, in the Faith lane with Daniela Gabrielle, and on Insta- Instagram as Daniela Gabrielle as well. Um, the books, you can find them from there, or you can go to Amazon. All you have to do is search Daniela Gabrielle, and they'll all um, come up for you in the book section.
2: Tell me a little something about, I see, you know, you've had a, a these are really like a series of books, and you got another one coming out. You talked about faith as an action word, and tell us again, tell us a little something about that concept again, and about the book you have coming out. Because I want to know more about what's happening in 2019, so we can get ready for it as much as we can. Brace ourselves and get ready. Yes, get ready, get ready,
1: get ready. (laughs) ready. (laughs) So. um, The action word is is a notebook that we have in the faith lane that uh, people can utilize to put your to-do list in, to um, remind yourself of those steps. It goes back to what we said earlier, faith without works is dead. And if we're not putting action behind the things that we're believing God for, we're not going to see them manifest in our lives. And so I wanted to create a place where people could journal and where people could put those to-do lists and drop it in their purse or drop it in their briefcase. Case, and they can have it and take it and go. So that's what um, that particular tool was for.
2: That's What's good. Next
1: for us in the faith lane is, of course, we have the release of the anchor book, which we've been talking about today, Life in the Faith Lane, um, 12 Principles for an Everyday Extraordinary Life. So excited about that. Um, the books will start shipping out in December, um, and we will start. For-
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy.